0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity Podcast. I'm Aubrey. And
1: I'm Jordan. And we are the Andersons.
0: In 2020, the Lord really challenged us on starting our own podcast.
1: And so we invite you to join us on the journey of following Jesus every day. So let's grow together and learn together. What's going on? We are here in Welcome to 2022. the year of 2022. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have been joking that it's 2022, but it's not. It's 2022. Do you get it?
0: Yeah.
1: Which, of course, we wouldn't care because we loved <laughs>
0: 2022.
1: For some people, 2020 was two? super hard, but we, we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different story for a different time. It's, or a different a podcast. Different you could watch it. We talked yeah. about that in a podcast long time ago. In a podcast before.
0: But... In a podcast far, far away. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's the deal. All right. So I think we said like on the last podcast we didn't have one last week, um, but the time before we were really talking about um, coming in to this is going to be like a New Year's podcast, right? I mean, this is the very yeah. first podcast of the new year, and I just believe that for for all of us that are in relationship with Jesus. I think that this is the moment, this is the week that we can set the tone for mm-hmm. the rest of the year and, you know, get our goals lined out, get, to get everything out on the table. I, and I'm not like a really big resolutions guy because nobody ever sticks with them. Uh, which they they is, at
1: least do until April.
0: Yeah. Which is why, you know, the, starting tomorrow, the gym is probably going to be packed I won't be there. <laughs> All day, every day.
1: I go to but, gym here.
0: Um, in March, <laughs> it'll slow down again.
1: Or, yeah, April 1st. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, April Fool's. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so so basically what we like to do every year, and I, I invite you guys to, to join with us in doing this, and, and we know lots of other people that do it, but mm-hmm. every year we kind of just ask the Lord at the end of the year, toward the beginning of the year, um, what, what do you want from us mm-hmm. in in 2022 or one, I mean whatever year it is and and so for the last three years we've we've kind of at least been asking for a specific word or phrase or something from the Lord that's like this this is what I want from you this year and I think that that's important because um, you know and and not to make it not to make it like an idle thing right like where oh I can't wait yeah. for my word from yeah. the Lord and you know like just being in close proximity with the Lord is enough you don't have to have a word and um so kind of one of the things we wanted to talk about in this podcast is there's there's two questions that we want you to be asking yourself as as we talk about what's going on in the Anderson household in 2022 I want you to ask these same questions about your household and so the the first question was what does what does God want from you in 2022, right? Is it oh. in the on the picture that we have? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> I thought it was going to be on your laptop. Yeah.
0: Well, it was, but now something else is on there. So, okay. Uh, what is God asking you to leave behind there in 2021, right? And then the next one is, what is...
1: Your word. What
0: what has God given has God given you a word for 2022? There okay. it is. So yeah, this is a terrible picture. <laughs>
1: it's far away. It's far away. We took
0: a picture of our whiteboard. It's really glary and we stuff. We had a very so. good
1: conversation and wrote yeah. everything on a whiteboard that so, we didn't take a good picture of. Sorry. Yeah,
0: we're we're clearly professionals doing this the right way. <laughs> welcome um, to 2022. Yeah, welcome to 20. two. We're starting this podcast off with a bang. We're just getting better um, and better. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, so those are the two questions. What what is God asking you to leave behind in 2021, or uh, has God given you a word for 2022? Because th- th- they're both important. Now, maybe maybe you're not getting a specific word. Maybe um, maybe you're you're seeking after one and you're not getting one, and you don't want to make an idol out of that word. Right? Or make like, something or just happen. Talk, and or you're not just hearing. force something to happen. Or you think something yeah. in your mind It's like, ooh, that's from the Lord when it's not. You know, don't don't make it about the word. Mm-hmm. But there's also a flip side of this that says, what is the Lord asking me to leave? Something that I had in 2021 mm-hmm. that he doesn't want me to take in 2022. Or maybe you can answer both of those questions. Yeah, Maybe, maybe you can, and that's great. But I believe... That there's always something that the Lord is asking us to, to yeah. leave behind. Um, when we were preparing for this podcast, we started talking about uh, John 15. And mm-hmm. where Jesus says, you know, like, I am the vine and, and we are the branches. And and the, the gardener, right, who is the Lord, prunes the branches yeah, in away. us. Cuts away the branches that aren't producing fruit. And he prunes the ones that are producing fruit fruit, but he mm-hmm. wants them to produce much more fruit. Yes. And so yes. Uh, when, when I say that, when I say what, what's God asking you to leave behind in 2021, those of us that are, are in relationship with Jesus, there should always be a constant pruning yeah. that's taking place because the more we, the more close we become with Jesus, the more less like our human nature, we should be.
1: And there's a lot of stuff we gotta cut oh, off. There's a lot
0: know. of stuff. It's, it's gonna be a, a long journey. On. But that's why, you know, I say, what's, what's something that God's asking you to leave behind? Maybe that list is 5,000 things <laughs> that you need to leave. But no, what specifically yeah. in 2022, yeah. Lord, are you asking me to get rid of? What are you telling me that that I need to allow to be cut off and thrown into the fire? What in me needs to die?
1: Well, and both of these questions really take a lot of time with the Lord. Yeah. Sitting with Him in His presence, getting in the Word, even fasting if you feel like that's what you need to do. Uh, It's just super important because we can feel all along, you know, well, I feel like I probably shouldn't do this, but go to the Lord. Make sure that it's 100% the Lord telling you that it's something that you need to let go of. And, um, yeah. And don't,
0: and don't be like super salty and just be like, well, the Lord's calling me to leave people behind because somebody hurt your feelings. Hey, listen, the Lord might tell you to leave people behind, right? If they're, if they're hindering your growth and hindering Mm -hmm. your relationship with the Lord, he might be saying that, but just because somebody like hurt your feelings or, you know, you don't want to be friends with them anymore. Like don't, don't use the Lord as an excuse. We, we uh, came up in ministry, in youth ministry, where yes. we, had, we had young ladies and, and young men all through the years that would break up with, with their girlfriends or their boyfriends mm-hmm. because they didn't like them anymore. But they would say, oh, well, at church the other night, I really got convicted, and so we need to break up. The Lord told me not to be around you. It's like, um.
1: <laughs> they also need a relationship with the Lord, so let's not make the Lord yeah. the bad guy. Let's not
0: make the Lord our scapegoat on this, okay? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, th- those, yeah, those are the two questions, right? Because here's the thing maybe, in in, in, in our experience, this is the way that it's been. The, the Lord, for the last three years at least, the, the word that the Lord has given us has been something that is an addition to ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it's something that that he wants from us, but it's you know it's something that's gonna grow us, that's gonna uh, challenge us and everything like that. Or, um, but at the same time, he's constantly telling me things, Aubrey. You need to let go of this. You need to let go of pride. You need to let go of selfishness. You need mm-hmm. to let go. And and these are all a constant cycle. Yeah. And um, in our case, we're just gonna go over today. Kind of how everything has been for us. And so it can kind of give you, not that yours have to be anything like ours. The Lord treats each of us in such an uh, individual style and such a unique style that yours doesn't have to be exactly like ours. But um, here's one thing that I wanted to say before before we jump into this example is um, that quote from Nate Johnston, right? Oh,
1: yes. He said,
0: Um, Distraction has been the game, but don't let it follow you into 2022. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like there's a lot of people um, that I feel like over the last couple of years have been fighting the wrong battles. And, you know, and um, the enemy and we've allowed the enemy and and other people to keep us distracted from ultimately, um, you know, I think that there's a difference between right and wrong. Right? Like, I think we can all agree that there's like, you're either right or you're wrong. But see, the problem is if you're standing in a position of, I'm right, and the Lord never asked you to take that position, you're still wrong. You're not righteous, Mm. you're self righteous. Mm -hmm. And so, a lot of times, we allow ourselves to be in a position of self righteousness, and it's all it is is a distraction because you might be right, but if you're leading people away from the Lord, you're still wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of what I took from that quote that Nate Johnson was saying was just saying, listen, distraction has been everywhere. There's so many things in life that's keeping our focus oh, off yeah. of the Lord, and we have to don't let that follow you into 2022. Yeah. Don't let the drama. Don't let the the distractions. Don't let everything that's going on on the news, every doomsday thing that comes around the comes down the pipe. Don't let that lose your focus. God is still in control of everything and I'm not going to be that stare, that you know, person that's always like, oh, well, no matter what happens, God's in control and be, you know, use that as a cop out. I'm literally mm-hmm. standing on yeah. the fact that as long as I'm staying in tune with the one that created the heavens and the earth, then I'm going to be okay. Even if everything around me burns to the ground yeah. and I have nothing left, I still have the Lord. And so when he's saying that, distraction has been the game the enemy has been playing a game Mm -hmm. with us for far too long and we've been listening to it we've been listening to the wrong voice it's time to get back get our focus back on the lord and stop worrying about what so-and-so is doing over here this person is doing over here we got to get our focus back on the lord
1: and distractions will come that's, that's yeah. just what happens. Yeah. The enemy is not going to stop bothering you. <laughs> yeah, You just yeah. have to choose to put your foot down. So when we realize, like, if, if, you know, for some, it's so hard to sit down without a busy mind and spend time with the Lord. Sit in his presence, read the word, you know, whatever, uh, journal all those wonderful things right but the distractions will just come things will come up in your head like oh my gosh i didn't get that done i need to get that done really quick before the kids wake up i need to do this i need to go. oh my gosh i totally forgot about that or you're on your phone oh facebook okay and you're supposed to be looking up a scripture i've done or that TikTok. a, little... I've done that yeah. a whole lot of times yeah and tiktok yeah, will all... take hours yeah. of yeah. your life hours and hours and days. all of a
0: sudden next thing you know you you look at the clock right there on your phone and you're like, dude, what have I been doing for the last 30 minutes? I
1: had to delete the app because it happened once. I looked down at my phone. I looked up and it was two hours later. I was like, "Mm -mm, the devil's a lie. And I deleted that thing. And and they're
0: not, they're not terrible. Like I'm not saying that you can't unplug, right? You can't rest. You can't just, you know, if you had a long day at work, you can't, you know, you can sit there and just chill out for a second. But the problem is, is when um, we get to the place where If if you leave your phone somewhere, the whole like all of a sudden, yeah, you're you're out of control. Like you're just like I don't know what to do. What's happening? Like like the generation before us. Like I remember when I was a kid and my dad had one of those bag phones for the car. That stays in the car. We didn't have phones all the time, and so when somebody would leave the house, now somebody leaves the house without a phone. We're like, oh dear God, call the hospitals. You know um, what's going? Like I don't know where they're at, and like you're sitting there panicking the whole time. I mean, just. We, we have to get away from the distraction of of everything that's going on in the world and get our focus back on the Lord. And I believe that He's going to do big things in, in 2022. And, and something
1: else too, Aubrey, that I really feel like has probably been a distraction for people is offenses towards others. Ooh. Um, and that goes along with, I think it was the same prophetic word where Nate Johnson said that quote about distraction. Yeah. He had a dream that he was about to go into... Um, like this trail you know that he knew the Lord was leading him into and he looks down and he's barefoot and his feet have dust and dirt all over him he's like how did that what is going on and the Lord pretty much told him he cannot go into the next season unless he's forgiven what others have done um and so you wow. know back that's just- remember
0: I told you that the other day the Lord told me the Lord told me the that, that other the the I'm not gonna get that super personal, but remember he said the same thing to me the other day whenever oh I said gosh. Um Aubrey, in order for you to get yeah where I'm going or for where I want to take you, mm-hmm. you can't take this with yes. you.
1: Yes, and, and I think I really And it wasn't really... like super
0: like I wasn't like super offended. It was just like pride, right? Like mm-hmm. pride is a distraction that I mean we talked about it on the podcast before. God opposes the proud. He he opposes you and so The Lord basically told me the same thing. Like, Ari. if you're going to go where I need you to go, you can't take this with you.
1: And and some of these, some of these offenses happened a while, a long time ago to where, like, when you look at them, you can't think positively or just like, oh gosh. Like when you look, that's how bad it's gotten for some people.
0: You scroll through their Facebook. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, you've just gotten rid of them all together on social media, which is fine. Sometimes I think it's actually healthy, but he looked down at his feet and they were really dirty. And then the Lord showed him the scripture that where Jesus told his disciples, if they won't, you know, whenever you go to these places in these cities, if they won't listen to you, wipe the dust off your feet from mm. them and move on. And so he's wow. asking us right now, this is one of the things that we should drop, right? Is our offenses towards people. We should yeah. choose to forgive them. So I literally was so intentional. I was like, Lord, put the names, put the faces in my mind and I'm going to forgive them. And it's such a, beautiful thing to do that because I think I read that maybe on the 31st or something like that it was a perfect is a perfect time but time is a perfect time for you to forgive somebody and move on and not hold grudges because that just holds you down and that's something that's going to hold you back like one, like yeah. that question
0: don't let that don't let unforgiveness follow you into 2022 let let go of it get rid of it as soon as you can and and here's the thing we're, we weren't really going on the forgiveness train or the unforgiveness no I just train. knew but, but um you know the, just the thing happened. the thing about it is um, a lot of times, we, we we want to forgive, and then we set our heart in a position of forgiveness. And then, as soon as that person does something to us again, it's like, oh, like, and then everything <laughs> rises the back up. Straw. But you know, the thing is, I I love the position where you know where Paul says that love is patient, love is kind. Mm-hmm. But the, the the most important thing that love is, love keeps no, no record. record of wrongs. Yeah. None. And, you know, uh, people are like, well, I can, you know, I can forgive them. Well, you know, in order to truly forgive somebody, there has to be love in your heart for that person. And when you love somebody, you don't get to keep record of wrongs. You just, or you don't love. Mm -hmm. And so don't make sure you position your heart there. And don't, I've always found it to be exactly like this. If I go, okay, Lord, I'm going to forgive that person. Mm-hmm. it's not long after I make that statement that something else will happen. Yes. And then I'm going to go,
1: he's like, okay, but see, did you, I knew, you know what I mean? Like when
0: we, <laughs> we make excuses to defend our first stance in the first place mm-hmm. and it's just wrong. You can't control what anybody else does to you just like they can't control you. And so you position your heart and say, Lord, I'm I'm not taking this bitterness. I'm not taking this unforgiveness into 2022. Uh, I don't have time to carry it anymore. I don't have time to be distracted.
1: And and honestly, because this happened for Aubrey and I, and so I'm feeling like it's happened for a lot of others, that towards the end of 2021, impurities were just popping up left and right in your life. Like roots Mm. of things. Like, dang, I didn't realize I was that selfish. Like, oh my gosh, am I really like that? And all these things are popping up. And maybe you felt like a horrible person when these things would pop up. Maybe you're arguing extra with your spouse. Maybe... You know, you're having issues with people at work, Um, maybe like stubbornness, selfishness, all these things are coming up to the surface and pride. And you're like, "Where, where did this come from? I thought I was better than this. You know what I mean? You kind of think like that, like, I thought I've grown more than this. I really believe the Lord has been, we've been in the fire, right? And the impurities are coming up left and right. And you see them and they're on the surface, like you can't not see them. And it makes you feel like you're a horrible person, right? I believe that the Lord did that intentionally because I even saw that with us, Aubrey, like when we'd be arguing and like, I would say something, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. I really am. So, you know, all these different things. I'm selfish. I'm so prideful, blah, blah, blah. And we were just arguing about dumb stuff, guys. Like, so that there were these impurities coming up. It was stupid, but I really have felt like a shift with us even now. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is just the very beginning of the year, but I'm just saying, I think the Lord was really intentional about showing us like, Hey, there's still growth that needs to be happening. There's yeah. still, um, this that you're dealing with. You didn't know about it because it was deep buried down, but this is, yeah. so there's these things coming up, right? That we're going to have to let go of and leave behind, leave behind our selfish ambitions, leave behind our pride. And I'm not saying leave it behind and you'll never see it again. Cause that, ha, that's funny. No, that's like true, it's going to yeah. pop up
0: <laughs> every time. <laughs>
1: All the time, and you have to choose. No, I let that go. I let that yeah. go. I'm it's not a, it's let that a constant
0: come up. battle of, of shutting it down. Mm-hmm. You know, shut when, it down. Yeah, I can't say it enough. <laughs> it's like when when Paul says that we have to die daily. That's exactly every what that means. Every stinking it, day. It means every time uh, I see flare. You know, pride flare up. I have, I have to die to yes. it. Every time I have my selfish ambition come up, I, I have to die mm-hmm. to it. I have. You know, um, I, we we have to get rid of that like on a daily basis and that's why it's important and and that's why it goes back to what we were talking about with these questions it's like lord what is it what is it in me that i need to leave behind and you know and ask even ask the lord lord what's a what's a word you know or a phrase something something that you know i can i can take into 2022 and be yeah, like it's like a, it's gonna, almost
1: like a, a baton or a yeah. marker to remember when yeah. you're just going through your day-to-day, like, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you it know? could be. And, and also, on the, on the other thing is, like, we were talking about pride and, and, and dying to that every day. Listen, I, I, I feel like I had to say something a second ago, but I skipped over it because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, if you Do find it. yourself constantly apologizing for the same thing over and over again... Especially with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly going, I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry. I keep messing up in this area, and I'm so sorry, and I keep messing up. And and it's happening all the time. Your your I'm sorry's become less and less powerful. And then it just becomes a phrase that you just simply say to get yourself out of the doghouse. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not that's not growth. That's not truly being sorry, because when you truly repent to the Lord first and foremost, but then you repent to your spouse who comes next in that line. It goes, the the Lord, my spouse, and then my family. Whenever I say sorry, that means that I'm literally positioning myself to be different than what got us into this situation in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if the Lord is even challenging you right now and saying, hey, I need you to let go, recognize and release pride in your life. Recognize it and release it. That means stop saying sorry for doing the same thing over and over again and deal with it. Die to your flesh. Stop trying to be right all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm only saying this because that's the way that things work for me. I Mm -hmm. see things in black and white and it's either I'm right or I'm wrong. And if I'm not wrong, I'll fight tooth and nail to be right. But then even though I'm right at the end, the Lord is sitting there showing me, Aubrey, even though you're right in the eyes of man, I see your heart. Your heart's wrong and you're still wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's letting go and it's repenting of that. Like whenever I tell Jordan, you know, I'm sorry. Like I, I, I told myself a long time ago that, that I would be the first one to apologize mm-hmm. if, if I'm, you know, when, when I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to apologize yeah. if we get into an argument. But even at that, that can become prideful. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're apologizing just to be the first one to apologize, then that's not remorse. That's not you're not repenting to your spouse. You're not asking for forgiveness. You're going, yeah, good job, me. I, I was the bigger <laughs> person. I you know I there apologize first. Mm-hmm. It's still pride. So if the Lord is challenging you in that area, of pride. First of all, you say, Lord, show me that show me that nasty pride because. Let's not forget. We talked about it in the last podcast. You literally, when you carry pride, and you knowingly carry pride, you are knowingly positioning yourself in opposition to God, mm-hmm. because God opposes the proud. Yeah, and so we we can't take that. Into, mm-hmm. I don't want God against me, no, <laughs> you know, in yep. 2022 at all. But um, so getting back. Getting back to where we were actually going, we, we kind of wanted to go over the like the words that the Lord has kind of given us over the last couple of years or the phrases, and just to kinda just to kind of give you a glimpse of, of what that looks like. Not that yours has to look anything like that, but just to kind of show you what what it's been like for us. Mm-hmm. And I remember in 2020, the, the phrase that we had was was come alive. And it was it was actually
1: That's literally the truest thing <laughs> yeah. that ever It, it was, was. kind of
0: crazy. Um, It's kind of crazy that everything came alive, but but really we started, both of us started looking at things differently. We stopped taking things for, you know, what we thought they were. And it's like, if I can't, um, even as far as reading scripture and and everything like that, it's like, I'm not just going to take somebody's word for it. I'm going to go and study for myself and get revelation from the Lord for myself. And so in a way, when everything else was kind of shut down in 2020, we were coming alive. And so like now that you look back on it, and that's what's cool about asking these questions with the Lord because um, you can look back on it and go, wow, that was the phrase that the Lord gave us in January of 2020 before all the COVID stuff happened and everything like that. And when everybody else was quarantined and nobody knew what the future was looking like, I really believed that we were coming alive into our relationship with the Lord. So it was amazing. And then in, in 2021, last year... He gave us the phrase "radical obedience," mm-hmm. and I just remember. I think wasn't it? Um, it was Michael Todd from from Tulsa that that did that oh, radical faith. The, mm-hmm. He did this sermon series as radical faith, and and you know I just kept seeing it, and like all these pastors kept saying faith, and they all kept doing all these um, different sermons and different teachings on faith, and you know, and I just remember the Lord dealing with me on that, and He said. He said, Yeah, but Aubrey, faith without obedience mm-hmm. is dead, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Faith without works, faith without corresponding action is dead. Oh, and yeah. so I, I just remember he challenged me. He's like, Man, you know, I, I was sitting there thinking, radical faith, that's crazy. I wonder if my faith is where where it needs to be. And then um and then I sit there and was thinking about, no, um, I I would much rather Focus in on obedience,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because faith is easy to have. Like you can sit there, you know, and 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 build yourself up in faith all you want to, but if you don't have that corresponding action,
1: well, if you're not obeying, then you really don't have
0: faith. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, we we kind of uh, we we moved here to Lawton and and did a whole bunch of things in in just what what some might call radical obedience or what I just like well, to call and, obedience and,
1: and, and what was so crazy about it is when you think of radical obedience you're like oh yeah i mean like skydiving for the lord and stuff like that yeah. but no sometimes it's literally be still
0: and do nothing
1: don't do anything yeah. That's pretty radical. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and <laughs> a lot like, of people. I'm even saying, um, I'm even saying maybe your word from the Lord is maybe you're like an extreme workaholic and, mm-hmm. and you're like you're going 90 mile an hour every different direction and the Lord says, Hey, uh, in twenty twenty two, I want you to learn to rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want you to learn to be still. Mm-hmm. Dude, for some people, that would be like you might as well put a a gun to my head and pull the trigger because I can't sit still. If I'm not moving, if I'm not working, then I'm not doing, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's when, you know, I think, I think it's important. um, In Psalms 23, I just want to say this really quick. In Psalms 23, um, David is, is writing to us and he says that he makes me lie down in green pastures. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, the Lord makes me lay down. And whenever I sit there and think about that, you know, like everybody likes to um, phrase their workaholic mentality based on, oh, if you don't work, you don't eat. God blesses the work of your hands. A- absolutely, that's, that's all in the Bible. I'm not, I'm not gonna take that away. But don't you think that if, if the Lord causes you, brings you to such a place of work, that he also wants you to rest as well? And so whenever he says that in Psalms 23, he says, he maketh, the old King James, here we go. He maketh me oh, lie yeah. down in green pastures. I, I kind of took that as, even though I see green all around me, even though I see opportunities all around me and I could jump out and grab any which one I want, the mm-hmm. Lord is saying, no, Aubrey, lay down mm-hmm. right beside me beside the shepherd. So maybe, maybe that's you. I don't know. Maybe that's for somebody. But either way, even if 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 the Lord tells you, I want you to unload half of the stuff that you have going on in your life, and you're probably sitting there going, Lord, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't I don't have, I have to get all this stuff done. I have a family. I have a job. I have, you know, I serve at my church. I, I do all these other things. It's like, but getting to decipher what's the Lord and what's me and if the lord's telling you to slow down, you better believe that there's a reason for that. Mhm. And so yeah.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, 2020 come alive, 2021 radical obedience. And so the other day we um were praying individually, you know, talking to the lord and then came together and talked about it. Kind of what our word would be for 2022. And um I asked the Lord, you know, what, what would your word be for us for 2022? And he said, um, let's go back to radical obedience. And I was like, okay, so we're reviewing 2021. Um, and I heard him say radical obedience is a lifestyle. Mm. You are building each year in each season. So you're learning from mistakes and growing intentionally every single day. So from come alive, to radical obedience to the word we got for 2022, they're supposed to be building on top of each other and they're also supposed to be stretching you. So, yeah. if if you're like tend to be a pretty lazy person or something, I don't think the Lord will give you a word lay down or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it means something else. Um, yeah, but if you're, I think if you're it'll already, stretch you
0: if you're already prone. To not doing much. I, I really don't know if the Lord's gonna be like yeah. hey, I want you to keep doing what you're or doing. Or if you're workaholic work. You know what
1: I mean? I just really don't feel like that'll probably yeah. be what it is. Yeah. And so I heard him say, You have learned what radical obedience can look like. You can live every day in radical obedience. Hmm. So just because our word for twenty twenty one was radical obedience, it wasn't that we did that every single day. Yeah. That was that was what we were looking towards. That's what That's we what were, were had our eyes set on. To be. yeah Yeah. and asking the lord for the strength to be able to live that every single day and so he took me back to because we were reading isaiah 6 about radical obedience he took me back and had me read through and study isaiah 6 before he even gave me a peep on our word in 2022 and so i was doing that and then aubrey came in um and and asked me if i'd gotten a word and i was like no yeah the lord's taking me through radical obedience again i'm going through and looking through everything and and go ahead and say a little bit of what you were yeah, getting. Yeah,
0: so um uh it was like last week or something. I, I was sitting there and I was I was reflecting back on last year and radical obedience and, and, and the Lord literally put me on the spot and I was like, Okay it was like, What was the word last year? And I said, Radical obedience and, and the Lord was like, How did you do in that? And I was like, Oh God, probably not as well, well as I should've um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know, but and he said, There's still time. You know, and like there's still you know, there's still time. It was like, well, there's like one week left in the year. So I'm like, so what are you gonna ask me to do in this last week mm-hmm. that's gonna require radical obedience? But anyway, so so we're we're fast forwarding and, and the other day, I don't remember what day it was.
1: I think it was the thirtieth.
0: The thirtieth, yeah. I, I woke up first thing in the morning and and all I could think about was uh, read Mark chapter one, mm-hmm. like start at Mark. I love the gospels, but I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm like most people. I love John and and I kind of love Matthew, mm-hmm. but not so much the other two. And so that's why I thought that this was, this was weird that the Lord was like, go to Mark and and maybe, you know, some other people have other favorite gospels or whatever, but Mark is not really one that I've spent a whole lot of time in, mm-hmm. like just focusing on it. So I was like, okay, this has to be from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I grab it, and, and I'm, in, I'm in Mark chapter 1, and I'm just going through here. And, of course, so it starts in verse 9, and, and it talks about the baptism of Jesus. And Jesus comes down. John the Baptist is there. Uh, and and so verse 9, it says, uh, In those days Jesus came from Nazar- came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water... Immediately he saw the heavens being torn open, and the spirit descending on him like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, "You are my beloved son, and with you, I am well pleased now in verse twelve and, and you'll you'll catch the pattern here, the spirit immediately drove him out of the out into the wilderness. The spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy, so immediately drove him out and then um, down, uh, down in verse twenty-one. Here it is again. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and started teaching. As I was reading this, the word that kept sticking out to me the whole much what, the whole time was immediately. And then as I kept reading that, and I went back in, and I kept saying immediately, immediately, immediately like there's a pattern here mm-hmm. of immediately. And so then, um, <clears throat> if we are truly building on radical obedience. Then the Lord was saying, "I need, I need you in 2022 to take the radical obedience that that you're trying to learn in 2021. I need you to carry that into 2022. Except, not only do I want your obedience to be radical, I want it to be immediate.
1: Mm-hmm. And when I already said that, I was like, oh." That was good, but I'm still working on radical obedience right now. <laughs> yeah, right? And so, we all are. Um, yeah. I, I, the next morning, I spent more time, and I finished um, Isaiah 6 and was just talking to the Lord. And and I specifically asked, okay, Lord, what is our word for 2022? Building off of Isaiah 6's radical obedience. Okay, and so I, I encourage you to read Isaiah 6. I don't have enough time to tell you about it, but it is bomb. Yeah. You need to read it. And so I, he said to look up the Greek meaning, you know, the actual word for what they used for immediately in um, Mark and it's called euthus. Okay. And so it actually, there's a pretty long um, definition of what it means. So I'm going to actually read it because it's very powerful. Properly, straight, without unnecessary zigzags or detours. Mm. upright, not crooked or bent, figuratively. Okay, so without delay, acting immediately, straightway, taking a direct path from God's point A to God's point B, which avoids unnecessary delays and also sincere and true. Mm. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And then I heard the Lord say, when Jesus heard, he acted straight away, immediately, and with sincerity and truth, in 2020, when you hear me, go immediately. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was just super powerful. And I love the fact that it, it built off of, because we're still learning.
0: Oh, yeah. Obedience <laughs> obedience is a, there's there's a lifestyle, but it has to be learned. And it has to be, uh, you know, I feel like it has to be pruned. And and like maybe one of these days, 20 years from now, I, well, I hope, Lord, that I'm more obedient even mm-hmm. than I am now. But you can't just develop obedience in, in, to the Lord in one year. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he, the Lord wasn't saying, hey, by the end of 2021, I want you to be so obedient. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's just He's just saying, I want that to be your focus.
1: Exactly. It's focus. It's not because yeah. I wouldn't even say it is. Only a goal for this, right? Because if 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 radical obedience was only a goal for twenty twenty
0: one, yeah. So then it I doesn't make sense. Yeah, this year. <laughs> that's why the Lord was
1: showing us that it was yeah. building on top of another. And so, yeah, we just want to go back to those two questions for you guys. Because what is the yeah. Lord asking you to leave behind in twenty twenty one? and what is he telling you for 2022 it could be a word it could be a phrase it could be a song it could be, i don't know the lord will show it to you but i know it'll yeah. stretch you and i know it will be something that when you're going through harder times when you're being tempted whenever impurities are coming up in your life you can look at it and you can focus yeah on yeah that
0: yeah well and and also i'll say um i mean you look at our other words come alive radical obedience and then all of a sudden this year the lord's like had me focus in on immediately. I'm like, what? That doesn't even go. Like, I mean, the other two (laughs) years were kind of cool. And then, like, now you're just going to say immediately. But then whenever I said that and I came and I brought it to Jordan, I said, I I don't know what this is. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you remember, Jordan was already in the kitchen. She was doing her quiet time with the Lord. And I'm like, hey, the Lord told me to go to Mark chapter one. This is what stuck out to me. Let me know what you think. But then when Jordan actually went up and looked at... And studied just the word immediately. Mm-hmm. Euthus is that mm-hmm. what it said? Euthus. Yeah. It, and, and when you when you study that, it's like the Lord is saying in twenty twenty two, I want you to act immediately. But it says, what was it you said? Unex- to avoid unexpected delay.
1: Yeah, unnecessary.
0: Unnecessary delay. Ooh. Because it's you can be obedient, right? You could carry radical obedience. But but the Lord is saying, not only do I want you to be obedient, because here's the thing. Um, there are many times in scripture where where the Lord tells somebody to do something and he has to like convince them to do it. They didn't mm-hmm. act immediately. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a process, like Moses. <laughs> that was a process yeah. of, of building that. The Lord's like, okay, now that your focus has been obedience, I don't want it to mm-hmm. just be obedience. I want it to be immediate to where as soon as I tell you to do something, you're already in action. I'm not having to go... Oh, uh, Lord, what was it again that you said? Like, it's just, it's immediate. Yeah. And avoid unnecessary delays. I love that. And so then mm-hmm. when, when she came out with all, all of that from studying the word, I was literally going, that's, that's why he kept showing me yeah. immediate. And so for you and for your family, our prayer today is for you to really take your mm-hmm. spouse even um, maybe you're one of those families that everybody's all inclusive, and you have your kids in there too. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, in your prayer time, in your quiet time, ask the Lord those two questions: what What do I need to leave behind mm-hmm. in 2021? And and what you know what do you have for this family for me? If if you're a parent, it, we need the Lord to help us lead well. Yeah, like we, 100%. I I can't go without the direction of the Lord Mm -hmm. every year, because it's like, I'm too flawed to do this on my own. You know what I mean? But asking those questions, and here's what's crazy, because whether you're letting go of something and leaving something behind in 2021, or the Lord is giving you a word to take into this year, into 2022, both require a tremendous amount of faith. Mm -hmm. It takes faith to let go of things, And it takes faith to take up things that are not natural to us yeah. and, and run with it. And so we just hope you guys in, in this year, in 2022, mm-hmm. I believe that, that this year is going to be better than, than it has been. And it can be for you and your family if don't let distraction continue to stir things up and just make sure you ask the Lord. What needs to come off of me? What do I need to leave behind? And secondly, what do I need to take up mm-hmm. in 2022? Yeah. For yeah. not only myself, but so I can lead my family well.
1: Mm-hmm. So we okay. want to hear from you too. So throughout the week on social media, we'll be posting a few things. We want to he- We want to hear your words. We want to hear even what you're letting go of. So we can be praying with you and believing with you yeah. and... You know, just being able to celebrate that with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, but happy new year, everybody. 2022 is going to be amazing. Yeah. And um, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know what's going on. let Be on the journey with us. Mm-hmm. But until then, we'll see you next week right here. Yep. Same time, same place. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>